This week on Novel Predictions, Kales becomes a conspiracy theorist. Okay, are you ready? Here, we're going to lay this down. There, this is the only thing I'm convinced of in this entire fucking book. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, but I'm going big. I'm diving into the deep end here. I'm so ready. I believe that there is a secret society... And she sounds like she's dying. I know. I am. Um, this is great. If you guys want to know how nerdy I am, this is a great story. So this past weekend was the uh, Rocket League World Series Championship, or no, also known as RLCS in Vegas. And my boyfriend and I went uh, because he's obsessed with Rocket League and he's actually really good at it. Um, and we went and I have lost my voice from shouting so much at rooting at people who were just sitting there in the arena arena playing video games. I've lost my voice from shouting at people playing video games. I don't know how much nerdier I can get. I mean, you could probably get more, but it's but I'm, pretty I'm, it's pretty up there. I was going to say that's like pretty damn nerdy. Just saying. So yeah, so I sound like death. Um to top it all off, we had a terrible plane ride. Um, we had a red-eye flight originally that was delayed three hours and just a terrible travel experience. So Seth and I got, like, no sleep, and that's why this is coming at you uh, kind of late in the day on Tuesday because we were supposed to record on Monday, but due to travel delays, Allison and I couldn't record, and um, it was just a nice little mess. So, But we're dedicated, and we're here, and we're excited because um, we know that we're not shouting into the void, and we've got some really awesome listeners out there and we would love it if you could go on iTunes and give us five stars comment about how terrible my voice sounds or how nerdy I am or how patient Allison is either way um you could do one of those uh things and just comment and rate us five stars it really helps us out and we love to interact with you guys so comment um and and tweet us out uh what are our social media handles Allison our social media handles are at novel prediction no s on the end um, and if you have any predictions about this book, um, I put a post up on Twitter and Instagram asking if you guys had any predictions so far. So, yeah. so read with us or just listen to this first episode and then make some predictions and we'll see how you do compared to Miss Kale's here. I'm going to suck, guys. It's so bad because she gave me a book. You know what? I've decided. Here's what I figured out is that I give her easier books, guys. Whatever <laughs> I give. No, it's true. Because think about it. In The Fault in Our Stars and The Hate You Give, you got like 90 fucking pages. This one, at least I got an extra chapter. Allison was really great about that because if you ended at the fifth chapter, I would have been fucked. Yeah, I'm there still was nothing. Kinda, no, there was nothing. I'm still kind of fucked, but... I at least have a little bit more of an inciting incident. Yeah. Whereas, like, beforehand, I was like, I got nothing. It's, like, pulling it right out of my ass. And then, and then, but, and then Aragon, too, I think was a little bit easier because it was so fantasy driven. And then it was just really predictable. Yeah, it was really predictable. And Poison Study, I also didn't get a lot. So I'm just convinced that I give her easier books, which I think is Allison's ploy for getting me to give her a fantasy and not a contemporary, but we'll see. It's Maybe not a ploy necessarily. I mean, I don't know. I think that this is there. The entire inciting incident of this book happens in the first five, six chapters. So, yeah, but it leads to nothing. Anyway, we'll get to it. 
But it's fine. <clears throat> this is not a fantasy. This is a historical mystery, which it, is pretty cool. Yes, it is a historical mystery. How are you feeling about it so far? Um, I, I'm, I'm intrigued because I will say that it's slow. Um, and I think I would have put it down already if I didn't have to read it by probably chapter five. I was like, I don't really care about all this science and I'm not a big sciencey person in general. I mean, it's interesting. Um, I'm really glad that we got introduced to Mr. Stoker, um, so soon and I'm hoping he sticks around because, um, their dynamic is great. Yeah. She's, Veronica is amazing as a main character. That opening chapter was killer, um, between her and the pastor's the vicar wife. And his wife yeah or the vicar's wife was awesome she's a badass i do like her but from a plot standpoint nothing was happening and so i was really really bored and so i literally was reading it up until we started this podcast recording because i just was not interested in it um i also have it on audiobook so i've been listening to it too the narrator's good um but i, I just i yeah i'm not gonna lie up until maybe this last like chapter i was not as interested in it but i like veronica i like mr stoker and i like where it's going now i'm anxious to see more murder and more pursuits and um yeah it's just slow yeah so i think that veronica speedwell is like maybe one of the funniest historical mystery heroines i've ever read um she's like super she's super improper and I love improper women in like this era. That's like one of my favorite. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think Veronica Speedwell is one of the funniest um, heroines that I've read in a long time. And that was like what drew me into this book in that first chapter. Again, like you said, she's super sassy and the vicar's wife is like trying to pawn her off on some like old farmer because she's like, you need to get married. With and six like, fucking children. With six. She's like, you could you'll be the mother of six instantly. And Veronica's like, that. what did she say? Oh, my God. It was so funny. I don't know, but it sounded like hell. I was just like, this sounds like the yeah. worst possible thing ever. Her response, her response to that proposal was, Mrs. Clatterthorpe, I can hardly think of a fate worse than becoming the mother of six, unless perhaps it was plague. And even then, I'm persuaded a few disfigured baubles and possible death would be preferable, preferable to motherhood. That's so great. It's so great. I just thought that was so funny. And then she's like talking about her, well, not talking about it so much to the Clatterthops, but um, mentioning her uh, like sexual escapades and her rules about her sexual escapades. Oh my gosh, we're so great. So I love her and I'm such a character driven person that even if the plot like was barely there, I would still read it. But I agree that the first couple chapters, the first chapters with like the carriage ride to London and then when you first meet Stoker are pretty slow. They're so um, expositional it hurts. Yeah, it's like a lot of her like observing his prowess, like figuring out who he is. Like that's the mystery in that first little bit. Um which is fine. But And what she does, she tells you like yeah. he's but she doesn't reveal to you what she knows about him so far and like his story is really interesting as as it comes out but yeah so i had you read to the end of chapter six so that you would get the death of the baron thank god (laughs) otherwise you'd just be like why am i here no literally that's what i was struggling with because unlike you i like plot 
I do appreciate character. I think that you can have the most exciting plot. And if you don't have interesting characters, what the fuck is the point? But I need plot. I have to have an equal measure of both because if nothing's happening, I am literally just watching these characters go about their lives. And it's like, that's fine. But I want adventure. I want excitement. I want a reason behind this. And again, I think that comes from me being a playwright and a theater person because like if you ask me what my least favorite types of plays are they're called slice of life plays they fucking suck but some of them are like really poetic and really amazing and beautiful and I'm just like no I want I mean give me something that has Aristotle's poetics arc in it please and thank you um yeah and I get that too like I enjoy a plot but I'm just saying that I will power through like a piece of a book like you said I would have DNF'd this already and I would say I would power through more of a book if I like the character to see where it goes and to find the plot um, than if I ha- if the characters were dull or stupid or... That's fair. I would be like, and we're done. Yeah, that's like, fair. Like, page five. <laughs> hey, you're also going to have to keep us on time just because my timing is now off. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so okay. my initial thoughts were um, I was bored. Now I like it and I'm willing to go on this journey. But I, I still would like more plot. Um, yeah, there will be, I promise. I also would like it if they were more, like, actively involved in the mystery. Because right now it just seems like... Every, I mean, other than the first initial um, break-in, I still feel like everything's happening around them. So, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm not sure when it happens. I think it's... I think it's in the next couple of chapters. Um just as a small bone to throw you, they fake join a circus. What? They fake join a traveling circus to be under, like to hide. Um, Oh my God. That just throws everything off that I had in my head. It's not a super important plot point, which is why I'm giving it to you. But like, that is like the next step in their journey. Oh my God. I'm so fucked. God, that got pulled out of nowhere. (laughs) There's a circus. Fuck. Yes. So, um, I'm standing here dumbfounded. We're recording remotely again, and she cannot see how far my jaw has dropped to the ground. I'm just like nope. in stunned disbelief over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I yeah, I want to pick this one. I can't even mock you properly with this voice, but like I want to pick this one because you always like mysteries, and you could channel. Yeah, we don't even have we have we have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> you do always like mysteries though you can't say that i'm wrong no i do like mysteries i mean give me a good anthony horowitz any day or a sherlock holmes sherlock holmes is my favorite but this is what the fuck is this i've never read anthony horowitz oh just fyi oh cool (laughs) awesome one of my favorite books that i read this year was the word is murder so that might come up later I've yeah, made it a I'm goal. Sure it I've made it a goal of mine to not give you anything that I've read in the last year, so that I don't like reread the same book in a year. I don't know why, but that just seems redundant. Yeah, to no, me. I get that. You could give me another Anthony Horowitz. I'm pretty sure he has more books. He does. He has the Magpie Murders. Okay, so are you ready to get into questions? No. But can we do it anyway? Fine. Okay. All right, our first prediction question. Uh, Does the main character fall in love? Okay, so yes, but from what you told me last time, it's not this book. It's a slow-ass burn. It's a slow-ass burn. 
So there may be developing feelings over the course of this, but I think it's more going to be like, they're, they're not enemies to lovers, but it's that whole like irritation to lovers. Who are you? Oh, Stoker. Duh, Stoker and Veronica. <laughs> sorry. Stoker and Veronica. Um, and the two of them are going to, like I said, it's going to be a slow burn. And maybe at the end of this book, there might be like a reconciliation of you're not so bad. Um, but you said it was a, like, there's three more books in the series and you still haven't gotten anything in terms of like romance. So I say that like, this is coming and it's, they're going from like mutual annoyance to tolerable. I like your company. That's that's in this book, in this book. Okay. She has already like talked about how physically attractive she finds him. Yes. And that's that I get. So like, you're not oh sorry i'm here oh yeah you're good i've just my brain like stopped functioning for a second that's okay you haven't had coffee i'm borderline whatever is happening with my voice we're fine um no i think that yeah she finds him physically attractive but i still don't think anything's gonna happen between them i don't think he's gonna i don't know he reminds me a lot of um oh my god gail Carragher's male the werewolf what's his cullen name? thank you cullen right? yeah he reminds me of cullen mr cullen right that's that's the lead dude name professor lyle lord mccoon mccoon not cullen mccoon and what is his first name i don't know because she doesn't call him that she yet. doesn't call him that yet but that's okay mccoon he reminds me of mccoon a little bit i also found it super interesting that he does not have He's not missing his eye. He has full eyesight in the eye that he wears an eye patch over, which makes me think the eye patch is important. I know that he talked about the fact that he has a, he, he like sees double vision, so he like sacrifices the saving of one eye for the other, but I don't know. That that was really interesting to me that that was a ruse. Uh, so it's Connell. So we were close. Really close. Okay, but um, yeah. So he says that his eye, so he has the the scar across his eye, right? Right. Um, all across his face, and what he says is that his that eye is has just as much eyesight as the other, but it weakens quicker. So whenever it gets weak, he sees double. So he puts the eye patch on so that he's not seeing double. Yeah, but I still think that's interesting, and I think it's part of his injury yeah like from that whatever attack or whatever um so yeah so he wears it like when he's alone to rest his eye kind of thing yeah i just still find that really interesting maybe i'm reading too much into it i don't know it could be important i don't remember but also i wouldn't tell you if it was so no you wouldn't (laughs) but yeah so that's my thought on their slow burn relationship do you think like from kind of annoyed with each other all the time to tolerable friendship by the end of this book yes and eventually love eventually love yes (laughs) okay um so what tropes do you think you'll see in this book so we've already done a mystery before okay but what we've already seen we've already seen a historical lady who does not fit in the mold of uh-huh. what that should be especially in this victorian england time very reminiscent of pride and prejudice and 
I think about Solace and like it, it it's again kind of this woman who actively breaks the mold of what a woman should be at the time like her whole little escapade about how many committees she got kicked out of was really funny to me um and again that first chapter was such a great character reveal of who she is and how she acts and her sexual escapades and her scientific escapades and you know while he um stoker mentioned the fact that butterfly hunting and science studying whatever the fuck that's called is um more of a a, a lady's profession or a lady's science that she does it with like a different kind of vigor and that he's like i thought you would have picked something with teeth and then um and i need to do that in a british accent can i do a british accent right now i thought you would have picked something with more teeth and then actually i sound better in my british accent than i do actually talking um (laughs) but you know and and she explains that and so i think that trope was already instant and I think we're going to continuously see it um throughout the book of like how many ways can Veronica break the mold of an English woman yeah I also think it's interesting that she in that conversation about why she does butterflies she says um like like a young English woman has to have a reason to go outside otherwise you're not like it's frowned upon so she was Again, like, I had yeah. to have something that let me go out right. for, and then that was like, you know, she can't be like, I'm going to go dig in the dirt. Right, um, exactly. And so that's why I find that really interesting. Um, I also like that she challenges him, like, the second she walks into his house. Yes. She's like, this frog. And he's like, it's, he's like, don't pick up that specific species of frog. And she's like, well, you're wrong. It's not that specific. It's specific not that species, species of frog. Of frog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like... I hate you. <laughs> it was it was great. Who are you? Yeah, it was great how instant that was. Um, so I think that trope, so instantly also the trope of not enemies to lovers, but whatever that trope is, that's like a sub-trope of that, where it's like we really dislike and hate each other, again, very Pride and Prejudice, and then we end up falling in love. Um, yeah. Which happens a lot, I feel like, in the historical romance, all or the, the historical f- books fucking time. with sassy ladies. All the fucking time. And um, so we're going to see that trope. I also think we're going to see the trope of a traitor. Okay. Someone that we meet that is good and we think they're good. And then it turns out that they're not. Um, I don't think we've met them yet. Um, Clearly, we have some very evident bad guys in whoever tried to ransack her aunt's house. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that along the way, we're going to meet someone who somebody stoker knows because i have a theory about how this is all going to go down somebody stoker knows that is going to be good and helpful and then in the end is actually going to be one of the bad guys who um you know gives them away sends them to a trap or like information that they helped that tends to be a thing in mysteries and so yeah. i i think that we're going to see that i don't quite know how it's going to play out because i i don't we haven't met him yet i almost guarantee it's a dude and I almost guarantee that we'll have a traitor of some sort. Um, that's just how it plays out. I mean, watch any of the most recent five or six Disney movies. But anyway. <laughs> I love that that's your evidence. Well, I mean, it's not just my evidence. You think about like other movies, like Bond movies are similar. Or um, 
Agatha Christie murders are similar, like spoilers for Mousetrap, the detective is actually the one who does it. So like you go. Yeah, and, it's like Clue. Yeah. So then it's the butler, you know, and who led you through this whole mystery. Like I think about Mousetrap and it's that they get all snowed in and then there's murder the, like the detective comes because the murders had happened and and he's the one actually committing the murders so you know it's not unheard of in mysteries that there's some you know i also think about like in sherlock the most recent adaptation the bbc version moriarty comes in as a supposed lover of the like cute little scientist girl and it's fucking moriarty like right no that this is not unheard of so i i I think it's a safe guess. I'm not going to, I'm, I am woman enough to admit that it's a safe guess that we'll have a traitor in this mystery. I just, the small aside, I just recently read, um, a like gothic historical romance. Yes. That, it was so good. I um, love gothic so much. Yeah. I'm like re- getting into it right now. Um, I can't read too much of it cause then I like literally have nightmares, but no, that's fine. fair. Like I did a whole <laughs> part of my whole, um, you need to read Northanger Abbey, but par- I had a, I had a whole research grant on a parody and a gothic parody because I read Northanger Abbey and I, I just read so much gothic. It was the best. It's great. It was like soap operas and romances for the eighteen exactly. hundreds. It was the best. Yeah. So this one, it's like not an actual um, from that period gothic, but it's so in the the basic plot is a woman is summoned by her friend to help her because she's sick. And the friend is is scared of her um, cousin, who is her caretaker, and you are led to believe that his he had a twin brother who died, who like he killed um, because he was like, oh my god, sadistic. is it the twin brother? And so it's the twin. So the twin brother is alive and yeah. is like obviously the evil one. Yeah. And the the man that she's falling in love with, but she's scared that he's evil, isn't. Um, and there's this whole great twist with the asylum, but. The biggest twist, and I'm not going to tell you what book this is, because then if you read it... Or you force me to read it later. (laughs) You won't be totally ruined. But the main twist is that the friend who brings her to take care of her is actually in league with the evil brother. That's awesome. And, like, once, like, brought her... more less as a actual companion and more, like, for the evil brother to be, like, sadistic towards. Oh, my God. Like, as a victim. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. So That's great. Yeah, so I like a good traitor. I'm not – even if it is a common trope, I think it's a it's a useful one. Well, I think a, com- I think a good traitor is good when you don't see it coming. Not in right. the frozen Hans way in that there's, like, no fucking evidence and it's literally only used as a twist for the sake of a twist. No, I don't like that. I like it when it comes out of nowhere in that you can go back in the book and read it um, and – like notice oh shit like they never said this or you only assumed that like it was Mm -hmm. never proven um yeah i think frozen is a terrible example of that but like wreck it ralph has a great trader and i know i'm going back to disney but that's on my brain right now um and i've never i haven't seen that movie yet oh fuck well there's a trader in wreck it ralph and there's evidence for it (laughs) i mean i'm not surprised by that no it's all good um big hero six also has a traitor and yeah. uh moana does not but Ugh, that one like is heart-wrenching though big hero big six? hero six traitor i know it's fucking stupid Ugh, makes me so sad yeah i love that movie but it's so sad it is really sad okay so this question might not work super well for this book so let me see if i can um because there's not really a mentor 
Right. So do you think that... Okay, here, here's how I can rephrase it. Do you think that Veronica will, um, like, have to have have any skills that she has acquired that you kind of know about? Um, will any of them, like, be employed during this book? Okay, are you ready? Here, we're going to lay this down. There, this is the only thing I'm convinced of in this entire fucking book. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But I'm going big. I'm diving into the deep end here. I'm so ready. I believe that there is a secret society that her mother was a part of and that the Baron was a part of and that her aunts were a part of. And it was some secret society that had some scientific discovery. And I think I can't decide if Stoker is like actually involved with it or not. I originally thought no. Um, but then when he, when the Baron died and he went and got whatever it was out of his like, trunk or chest and then put it in his pocket and then made a a, a a note to all the the 12 people or something yeah that he said through badger we don't know what we don't know what those are but i'm convinced and he said like there's only going to be one positive one that i'm convinced that it's part of the secret society and veronica while he doesn't know what veronica's involvement is she is she's not like some chosen one or anything but she has a piece of information that was passed down from her aunts and her mother that only she has and i haven't quite decided if it's through her butterflying or not but it's the reason that her like it's the reason that she and her aunts had to move around a lot is that they were like running away from the bad guys who are pursuing that secret thing that the secret society has to save like Veronica. And then when her aunts died, that's why she got passed on to Max. And so I don't think it's like her. I think it's some knowledge she has. There's a, she has like a little trinket from her mother. And I thought that mm-hmm. might be it. Um, cause that got mentioned really early on. Um, again, I don't have enough information to know what it's for, but I like the idea of thinking that it's like some scientific secret society. That's why Stoker's involved. And there's like an evil or like a not, not them secret society of scientists, something that's trying to, and they're like part of the ones that attacked Stoker. They're part of like, it's this whole secret science society feud that's happening. And she is special in that something that her mother gave her, um, and then I'm going to throw in an extra one out there that her father is from the bad side because she doesn't know who he is. So he's on the evil side. She doesn't side. know who either of her parents are. Yeah, I know. But Max okay. but Max said he knew her mother. Yeah. So I'm saying. And he was like, I'm so sad. He, she said, she asked if Max was her father and he said. I'm not. He said, I wish I was. Right. So that's what I'm saying is that I think her father is from that evil secret side. I don't think, I don't know if we'll find that out for this book, but. I think that her father's from the secret evil side and her mother is from the secret good side and there's like a Romeo and Juliet shit that happened there. and But she has some secret item. So I say yes in that Veronica has to use some of her science. I'd love if it has to do with like her nerdy butterflyness. I don't see how that's coming to play yet. So I don't really, I can't really say for sure. Um, but I, I definitely think that she has something of some importance that is like, valuable for some scientific pursuit in this secret society group 
preservation of the something. I don't know. I I just am convinced that this that that's what's going down, and um, and I think the mystery is is that they're finally getting to the members of the good secret society and killing them off. So it's very uh, a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Is what Except it sounds like. I actually think we're going to get a conclusion because series of unfortunate events, you don't get a conclusion. Right. And you don't get answers. I actually think we'll get answers. Um, so I will tell you right now that you do find out who her parents are by the end of this book. Okay, cool. So that gives you some some hope. Okay, then great. For, then then we I then I still say then I still say that we like we figure out that the who they are and like her mom is from the one side and her dad is from the other side and it's like oh shit and the dad might try and convince her that like we're not as bad as you think and then it's like but you killed someone such and so you know that type of shit. So I I think that's what I think in terms of her knowledge. I wish it had to do with her butterfly knowledge, but I'm not convinced of that yet because I don't know how that comes into play with other shit. And she just kind of seemed to pick it randomly. You know what I mean? It wasn't like her. we never got any indication that her aunts like encouraged her to pursue butterflies or something. Right. It was like her choice without influence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that one I don't know. But I think it is going to have to do something with her science background. Because she obviously knows a shit ton because she was able to pick out the frog and stuff. And she knew about gangrene. And so like she's going to have to use her wits. And there's some knowledge that she knows. Okay, so... As a jumping off from that, do you think her parents are alive? I think her dad is. I think her mother's not. Okay. Just to clarify. No, that's fine. I think her father's alive, but I think her mom is not. Okay, cool. So the next question is who's going to die? So we already know Max is dead. Baron. Which I called that one, actually, in my head. Um, yeah. That one I figured was super obvious. Um do you think it, that there's going to be any other um, significant death in this book? Um, I don't. That's a problem. We haven't met anybody. Like, and it would just be tragic if she killed off Badger right away or the dog. Oh, Badger. Right? Huxley. No, I know. That's what I'm saying is I'm just like, no, I don't. I think they're going to come into play later. Um, if anything, I think that they're going to like really subtly adopt Badger, not in real life, but like in this way that they keep doing of like continuing to help this kid out. Right. Um, and, and that's, I think, a later thing. I don't think they're going to come back to Stoker's apartment right away. Like if that happens, it's going to be like a later thing. I think this is going to be very much a travel adventure book. I will also have you know, I did not read the inside cover, so I'm going so blind right now. You didn't read the inside cover? No, I'm an asshole and didn't. I forgot. So I'm just going crazy. I'm not going to do it. Um, I refuse because now I'm just going to be so wrong. But it's okay. Um, no, I didn't read the inside cover. <laughs> I should have, but I didn't. I started out with the audiobook. So I didn't, I didn't I didn't. think about it. I had the audiobook for my trip. Well, you know what? I just read it and it gives you nothing more than the six chapters. Fan-fucking-tastic. Great. <laughs> cool. Love it. So, um, I don't know. I think the death question is hard because I haven't met anybody else. So, unless Stoker's going to die, and I don't think he is, I, I've i got nothing on that front. Sorry. That's fine. I think... Um, I think you might... Like, if we meet somebody, they might die later. Believe we haven't met anybody. So, I don't know. Literally, all everybody that we've met... I mean, unless the vicar's going to fucking bite it, but he's not coming back. <laughs> I'd love it if the vicar's wife bit it, but she's the not coming back. Thorps. 
But the Gladderthorps. But um She was so rude. I hated her. God, she was a fucking nightmare. But no, they they um Yeah, we haven't met anybody to die yet. Okay. So what do you think the twist is gonna be? The traitor. I definitely and the traitor and her dad. That's what I'm gonna say. So I think that whatever traitor we get, this circus though is throwing me a fuck off. But um because I would think that the secret society would have more resources, but I guess they don't. Maybe they're, like, all spread out all over the globe and can't really help each other. But anyway. Well, and Stoker is, like, destitute. Yes, Stoker is poor as fuck. Um, so I think, so let's see. So I think that the traitor, I think the traitor is definitely going to be the twist. Like, like you, Like you were saying in that book of yours where it's like, oh... We know that there's an evil twin, but really it's the the girl that's the twist. Like, I think it's going to be that one twist that's like one layer deeper of something that just really throws them off their game and um, really kind of bites their whole plan in the ass until they have to come <laughs> back and, and, and fight against it with, with uh, Veronica's secret knowledge that she's got. Um, and then I think her dad showing up is going to be another twist uh that kind of again throws her off her game because she's so desperate as an orphan to oh that's another trope i just thought of that she's an orphan um yep that's a trope uh chosen one orphan woot um parents don't make things more complicated um (laughs) and i definitely think that they will um i think this ad showing up is going to be a huge twist in there and i think the other twist will be some early knowledge of Veronica's is going to be helpful for her in the end. So I know I mentioned all three of those things, but I think they're going to be big plot points that really kind of turn this book around. I also think I will say that as a mystery, hold on. So I also think that as a mystery, we're going to get one complete mystery in this book, but we're definitely going to get a larger arc for the rest of the series so i think we're gonna get i think we're gonna have sprinklings of something that's gonna happen over the course of the series and then um but we are going to get a complete mystery in this book that's what i have to say about that motherfucker that's a good i like that that's good um which it makes sense though right because it's a mystery series yeah well, because like, be something well, that connects the books. again, you think about that, like in, um, like I think in The Mentalist, where they had all the individual little arcs, but then the overarching arc was about Red John and the fact that Red John killed his wife and his daughter, and um, and how they his daughter, what the fuck was that? I don't know, his daughter, his daughter, um, and you know, it's the same thing, like criminal minds, and like we've got this overarching guy who comes back. It's the same thing. Um, and so I think in this mystery series, it's going to follow suit. The only one I will say that like I've read that doesn't necessarily follow that is soulless. I can't remember like an overarching thing that happens there because hers is very like time driven. So it's continuous in the time, but I don't think that's this. I think that there's some overarching threat that is going to play out, but we are going to get a complete mystery in this book. I feel like the soulless books are connected by, um, Alexia's it like unique abilities and how people are reacting to her so it's like there's like you know a war between she like you know it marries the werewolf and then how does the 
uh, vampire set like react to that and we have to deal with that in a book and how does the like secret yeah, it's evil more... scientist society react to that yeah. and deal with that in a book it's a little so bit more her. Jim Butcher Dresden Files-esque so yeah she's the anchor rather than it being um, a plot line yeah that's fair um, okay so we've kind of talked about this but just so it's it's on here specifically why is the story from the MC's perspective because she's special somehow not again no magic powers no like chosen one shit she has again i'm thinking of um um uh what's it oh galaga girls galaga girls has that where because like galaga girls was originally only supposed to be one book and then she turned it into six and so wow yeah i know and so she pulled something very insignificant out of the first book and made it essential in the sixth book um, because we got the terrorist organization in the fourth book. So like that overarching thing and like um, Cameron, who's the lead in that one um, was, and why I can tell you this is because if I make you read the first book, it has nothing to do with it. And, (laughs) and, um, and they, um, but Cameron has like something specific in her memory that the terrorist organization wants and that like she's one of the very few people in the entire world that like remembers it and I feel like Veronica is very much that way of like she has something that is essential for some scientific discovery some some scientific leap forward some species that is like gonna cure cancer I don't know that that's exaggerating exaggerating Jesus I can't talk um as evidenced by my voice so that's why she's important and it's from her mother and her father's relationship and her mother has been giving it to her again i think that trinket is important um and her mother and father's relationship you said is like illicit in some way like yeah star-crossed lovers yeah or as i keep thinking about it i'm like i wonder if like the dad manipulated the mother and then she found out and was like fuck you and decided to leave and then that's like she was on the run too and then she died and like passed on the daughter i don't know um i'm not quite sure about that um that's the only other option i've got either it was star-crossed lovers or he's like a manipulative manipulative bastard um so yeah that's why veronica is important and that's why it's from her perspective okay and then the last one just do you have any in talking about it do you have any last thoughts any conclusions you've suddenly epiphanied no you threw out a fucking circus on me and i have been (laughs) thrown off ever since and the only thing i'm gripping to is this notion of a secret society and watch it not even like fucking be there it's just like i i I don't even know i don't even have another guess as to what it could possibly be as to why because the reason i'm so gung-ho on it is the fact that max was like i can't fucking tell you and you just have to trust me that's why i'm so hell-bent on it because otherwise yeah, and he asked he said like i i'm gonna try to ask permission to tell you and that's what i'm saying like it has to be some secret society some something because otherwise what 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 is he doing and it, it's just really creepy and um i love that she's adventurous and is just going for it But at the same time, I'm sitting here like, it has to be that. I don't have any other guesses, and I could be wildly wrong. But again, you throw out a circus, so I'm like, I don't even know. Who are we going to meet in this secret society? I thought it was all science-based, but now we're going to go do acrobatics and flips and clowns and fire and shit. I know you said it's like a miniature plot point, but still, I'm thrown off. So what do you think their act's going to be in the circus? Oh my god. Oh my god, he's really... Because you can't just join a circus and not do anything, no. so... 
it has to be something with animals. It has to be. There's no other way. Like, what else? They're both scientists. Also, I want to know more about Stoker's past. Like, I want to know why his past is super interesting. I'm. Do you have any predictions about what happened to him? Like, because he so she kind of reveals this, but I can lay it out a little little easier. He was a lord. Yes. Um, and a revered natural scientist. Um, and then he's been on a bunch of expeditions, and he was, you know, revered amongst the scientific community. And then he went to the Amazon, and something happened. And when he came back, he was had no money. He was ostracized from society, and he had, was ostracized from the scientific community. Okay, so I think here's what I think with him going going on my theory that I've got here. So I think that he was a lord. And I think that he was kind of like a rich kid that didn't necessarily know what he was doing. And he decided he wanted to go to the Amazon. And he went and he stumbled upon. Oh, wait. Max is his mentor, though, too. Fuck. Hold on. I think that Max kind of took him under his wing somehow. And they go into the Amazon and... Again, I think Max was working for the Secret Society and was like, I'm going to use this rich lord's funds to get me to the Amazon for the thing that I need. And then when they're down there, they like accidentally find it. And This is very Indiana Jones. Oh, fuck off. I know. But I don't care. <laughs> so they like accidentally find it. And it's about to get more Indiana Jones. And then like they're the people are not happy that like evil people are like, oh, fuck, they found it first. So we're just going to kill them. And so they try and attack them. And instead, they, like, get out barely alive. And the stoker still doesn't really know what's going on. And so Max has to, like, inadvertently induct him into the secret society. So that's how he, like, knows about it. But, like, doesn't, isn't, like, esteemed within the society. So um, they have the, so that's, that's what happens to him and they like get robbed and stuff. And then like the bad science community, because they're affluent and have connections in places completely like diminish his reputation and like fuck him over sideways about what he is and did. And, and it just has ruined his entire reputation. Okay. I think so that's, that's a all, good story. Yeah. I like it. So it's all part of, um, yeah the secret society yeah and it's all tied into that oh also somewhere along the lines he was in love with somebody and she totally either died or betrayed him he's like scarred from her love all right interesting yeah i'm gonna pull that out of my ass too i like that because i i don't have anything else what am i what am i supposed to do that's the other problem though is that like i don't know i'm struggling with like what is this mystery like what because we keep calling it a mystery and in my head i'm like there's like a crime to solve or something and i guess well the crime to solve is who the fuck killed the baron so i guess then it's just this secret society of evil people evil scientists and then there's also the secondary who tried to break into her house who why why is she the target yeah you know okay so i saw i solved those things we're okay (laughs) i did it it's great i did it it's fine the book is written and um it's I'm I'm a hundred percent correct, and <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, I'm I just am so anxious to see how far off I am. It's so funny because, like I said, I th- I swear you give me harder ones. I don't mean to. I really do mean for them to be like fun and like. Po- at least poison I, study was not fun. Not poison cry. study was really annoying. 
No, I'm not going to give you a book that'll make you cry next time. I promise. You better not because you're two for two right now. I'm I'm not. I have a couple in mind and I haven't, I still haven't decided. I'm like in my library looking at the books and I'm like, what should I do? Oh, fuck. I might give you one that might be tear jerky, but don't. Well, I mean. Keep it for another time. Uh, give me a break. Fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. I don't know. I'm gonna, like spread make, out the tears i'm gonna like make you read the fucking selection and you're gonna hate my ass um cool is there anything else you want to ask me oh man i don't know i feel like the stoker question and the circus <laughs> circus act question or i don't have it I, it has to be something with animals they're gonna be like lion tamers or elephant riders or something it has to be with animals that's the only thing i could think of okay and we'll see. aka we'll you're see. wrong aka you're wrong <laughs> i don't know you could be right um, no you're totally just like eh, she's way far off that's why like i mean it's hard because i really do want to see you and like that's part of the whole reason that we did this podcast was to have excuses to see each other in our busy lives but also because we really love this idea but i love the fact that we do these prediction ones remotely so like i can't read you at all yeah. And that's really fun. And I can just turn my mic off and be like, you're so good or you're so bad. Yeah. And and I can turn my mic off to sneeze. So Yeah. Although you can still hear me when I turn my mic off. I don't actually do that because you can still hear me. Well, I turn the mic off because I don't want my sneezes to get on the audio. Exactly. Um, I turn the mic off when I'm typing. Yeah. So it's not on the audio. But we digress extremely. Again. Um, again. So much to digression <laughs> discretion digression 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 sorry. again you haven't had coffee and i feel like a garbage can to quote griffin McRoy. um it's it's eight in the morning so it is it's we, very early in the morning um because we're doing this same day turnaround guys we could if do you're listening on tuesday it's still tuesday when we're recording it's still this. tuesday and it's just because frontier airlines and snow and las vegas airports and fuel people and 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 screaming at video game players um cheering for them i'm not screaming at them like i hate them i was cheering for them so go cloud <laughs> that's nine a good, that's a good uh clarification no it i did, did sound like you were just mad at them no well yes i was mad that they took my boyfriend away from me for an entire weekend that we were supposed to be on vacation i'm kidding but no it was super fun we were cheering for them and we enjoyed um every minute so yay rocket league i still will not be playing that game because it's yeah no it's too hard um it's hard it is really hard um anything else about the book what are you what are you reading right now other than this um what am i reading oh i'm reading um a historical romance nice (laughs) because that's like all i read nice but uh and it's really good it's another one that it's like i looked at i looked for tessa dare read-alikes oh nice um and i found some really good ones i was talking to someone on instagram about tessa dare um I love her. Yes. And then, oh, I just wanted to ask you what you were reading. So you would ask me what I'm reading. What? Are, oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Kills, what are you reading? I'm reading Tower of Dawn by Sarah J. Moss. Oh. It fucking How is it? sucks. It's awful. Oh, no. Oh, God, it's so boring. How far into it are you? I'm 220 pages. Man, I started it and I like just have been kept keep put, i keep putting it's it so down boring. because it's i don't know why slow. it's necessary it's so boring well apparently it's important but i'm just like can we get to the important part and then i can leave yeah. this book anyway we digressed onto more books again anything about the veronica book 
<laughs> um, no, I'm excited to to see how you like it in the end. Because um, I know that you can be really picky. I'm not You're picky. Pe- no. Have you seen my library? I'm not picky. But you- Okay, but you're picky with mysteries like you're yeah like, i am picky with particular. mysteries i hate mysteries so i'll be interested to easy. see how you feel okay because i love it um but again it's i really love the characters and that is like what sells it for me that's fair but you'll find out next time oh fuck um, me anyway you want to do the go, outro wait before we go um we have oh yeah it's the it's the it's the predictions episode so we're doing a promo for another yes. bookish podcast so if you like novel predictions you might also like interrupted tales oh yes yeah it's very funny it's another bookish podcast where two best friends read together but it has a slightly different twist than our show so here's the promo now alan people like stories i don't know rob not according to our listener statistics Ah, statistics lie, Alan. People love listening to stories, or even better, listening to a pulp or vintage story with their best friend interrupting with jokes and other nonsense. I'm not sure I can commit to multiple additional best friends right now. Well, then it's a good thing we're already best friends who co-host a podcast just like that called Interrupted Tales. Every episode, we tell a complete story of romance, sci-fi, crime, adventure, sports, horror, all with added jokes, commentary, and nerdy references. You can get it on all major podcast platforms or go to interruptedtales.com. You know what, Rob? I've reconsidered, and I am open to new friendship opportunities. That's perfect timing, because now everybody knows they should listen to... Interrupted Tales! Yay! Yay, Interrupted Tales! Um, Go check them out. They're super funny. Um, and with that being said, which is something Kales always says, and now I feel weird because I said it. Um, I do it. It's a habit. It's like, um, like, and, um, yeah, it's um, your, and, and for me. It's your filler It phrase. is a filler phrase. <laughs> um, that being said. <laughs> that being said, uh, we're going to stop recording now and go back to sleep. Um, no, you're going to go back to sleep. I have to go to work. Well, I'm going to go make coffee is really what's going to happen. So. Yep. Read, read A Curious Beginning with us. Uh, go rate the podcast. Give us five stars. Leave us a comment. Hang out with us on social media. Tell, tell us what you predict about the book. Yeah, tell me if you think I'm completely wrong and if you have a complete other interpretation of this. I would really love to see what it is and then I might steal your prediction. Um, here's the other thing is that if you um, do a funny prediction or get a correct prediction on our social media, we will shout you out um, on our next episode. So um, yeah, absolutely. feel free to comment and then we'll uh, mention it. Uh, on you can either go on that Instagram post or you can just tweet us freely at Novel Prediction. And uh, if you get it right, we'll mention that you got it right because um, we think that's really cool. Even though yeah. I'm going to completely bomb this. And if you cheat, we'll never know, but don't. But don't cheat. Please don't cheat. <laughs> Please don't cheat. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, know. Guys. I realize now that I just made that comment and like people could totally cheat, but I would really wish they they don't. <laughs> it's less fun if you cheat. Liz, listen to my little pathetic voice that's sore. Please don't cheat. <laughs> Do it for Kale's voice. Do it for me. All right. <laughs> I'm done. You done? I'm done. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Keep making novel predictions. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.